Okay, I'm here with week five, day five. It's called Worthy is the Lamb. Our reading, our scripture reading to go with this day is Revelation 21 through 22. We're going to go ahead and start with that. Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down. For these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain great and high, and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God, and its brilliance was like that of a very precious jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates and with twelve angels at the gates. On the gates were written the names of the twelve tribes of Israel, there were three gates on the east, three on the north, three on the south, and three on the west. The wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. The city was laid out like a square, as long as it was wide. He measured the city with the rod and found it to be twelve thousand stadia in length and as wide and high as it is long. The angel measured the wall using human measurement, and it was 144 cubits thick. The wall was made of jasper, and the city of pure gold, as pure as glass. The foundations of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth ruby, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth turquoise, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth 
amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls, each gate made of a single pearl. The great street of the city was of gold, as pure as transparent glass. I did not see a temple in the city, because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation 22. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. The angel said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God who inspires the prophets, sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in this scroll. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you and with your fellow prophets and with all who keep the words of this scroll. Worship God. Then he told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this scroll because the time is near. Let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right. And let the holy person continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me. And I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Outside of the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, Come. And let the one who hears say, Come.
Let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this scroll, if anyone adds anything to them, God will add to that person the plagues described in this scroll. And if anyone takes words away from this scroll of prophecy, God will take away from that person any share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this scroll. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. Okay. That was both Revelation 21 and Revelation 22. On page 96, it says, Every verse of scripture points to Jesus. The story of scripture is the story of Jesus, the promised one who has rescued and redeemed his people. The book of Revelation is the glorious finale of this story of redemption. Our God has been writing this story since the beginning, and we have looked on it as it has unfolded before us. The book of Revelation was written by the beloved Apostle John during the exile on the Isles of Patmos. Originally written to seven literal churches in the first, cent- in the first century, the book magnifies Jesus at every turn. In the greeting alone, we are overcome with awe at the beauty and holiness and majesty of our prophet, priest, and king. One glimpse of the glorified Savior causes John to fall at his feet in worship, and it should do the same for us. The book of Revelation is centered on the truth that our sovereign God is on the throne. No event on earth has the power to move our God from his throne. He is sovereign over all, and this book pushes our hearts to worship as we see his sovereignty and glory. It is also a beautiful reminder his faithfulness to every promise. The book of Revelation is the grand climax of the story. It details for us the final restoration and consummation of God's eternal plan to redeem and rescue his people through Jesus. Revelation is the triumphant answer to to the fall that takes place in Genesis 3. In Christ alone, all that once was broken by sin is redeemed and restored in Jesus. The God who sought to dwell his people in Eden and then the tabernacles and temples is the God who came to earth to dwell among his people as a man and then in church now dwells in a full communion with his people. The people of God will dwell with him forever with no tears, death, mourning, pain, sin, or crying. So the book of Revelation and the story of scripture close with a call to come to Jesus. A call to come to the one who is the beginning and the end. The Genesis and the Revelation. The story of scripture is the story of Jesus. It is a call to come to him and to take water of life that he so freely has extended. So Jesus calls to all to come and taste his grace. And then we as his children cry back to him, come Lord Jesus. We wait and we trust and we rest in his grace because we know the best is yet to come. The God who has been faithful in every chapter of this story will be faithful to the end. Every word in every verse, in every chapter, in every book, in every testament, all of scripture has pointed to Jesus. All for eternity we will lift our voices and worship to him and say, Worthy is the Lamb. Amen and amen.
Question one, look at Revelation 21.3. Why is it significant that the dwelling place of God will be with man? Question two, in the glorious picture of the new heaven and the new earth, we see no tears, no death, no mourning, no pain, no sin, no crying. Why does this bring hope to a difficult situation that you face in your life? Question three, what are your thoughts as you finish learning the story of scripture? What have you learned about God in the process? And that is the end of week five, day five. It's been fun, ladies.